You're listening to Rebel 5, an interactive interview podcast with alumni, past and current parents, and friends of Roncalli High School. I'm your host, Gary Armbruster, Director of Alumni and Corporate Relations at Roncalli. And each week, I will ask our guests five questions regarding how their lives have evolved and how key connections of experience, opportunity, and alumni networking have propelled them to where they are today. We'll talk challenges, how to overcome challenges, and what they've learned along the way. Stay tuned. Welcome to today's Rebel 5 podcast. I'd like to introduce today's podcast guest. She has been at Ron Colley for 33 years. She's presently a math teacher. She's former department head of the math department. She graduated from IU. She holds a BS degree in math education and a master's in secondary math education. She's married to Dave, who is a Chartrand grad. She has one child, Cole, and a couple stepkids, Lisa and Chris, and I don't have to go any further. Welcome, Angie Toner, to the podcast. Great to have you here today. Thanks, Gary. I appreciate it. It's fun to be here. We will jump right in, and uh, as we've done with everybody so far, talk about your first job. Okay. So uh, I used to cut grass yes. uh, with my dad. I think probably a lot of kids growing up did that to earn a little bit of money, and and uh, it was fun. It was outside, and my dad and I did that together, so that was my first job. After that, then, um, my mother owned a bridal shop in Columbus, Indiana, so my uh, high school years, uh, I worked there on the weekends and in the summers, and so that was a lot of fun to work at a bridal shop. It was also very stressful, very stressful time for, for brides, and uh, I realized after about three years that uh, I didn't want to take the business over. I felt like so much of what we did was dependent on other companies doing their job with getting things in on time. And I decided I just, I want to do a job where it's, it's up to me. And that's how teaching kind of unfolded. So if we have good days and bad days, it's because of me. It's not because of another company trying to, right. you know, hone in. When you were a student at Columbus High School. Columbus North. Col- Okay, I, I wasn't sure yep. that there, the North. division had happened yet. Absolutely. Okay, so you were a bulldog. I was a bulldog. All right, and what the, what were you involved in at, at sure. Columbus North? Okay, so I uh, played volleyball in the fall, basketball in the uh, winter, and I um, played tennis in the spring. And then uh, we did not have fast-pitch softball in Columbus at that point in time. And so in the summer, I played on a slow-pitch softball team and did a lot of traveling. Right. Our, our teams won some state championships, and so it was a lot of fun. But I didn't. I was not introduced to, to uh, fast pitch softball until I got here to uh, Ron Colley. Well, you graduated from Columbus North, and then you were off to IU. Correct. Tell us why IU, and were you what were you involved in at IU? Sure. Uh, I really wanted to play sports in college, but uh, the amount of money I could get. Uh, say at Franklin College. Franklin College was in, was interested in me, but um, in what? In both basketball and volleyball. Okay. But the amount of money they could offer me to play at that point in time, uh, it was not going to be enough for my parents to uh, to you know fund the rest. So, off to IU. So state school, state tuition, and it was fine. I played intramural sports there and enjoyed it. And and uh, I think many kids will tell you that are college athletes, they wish they they could have done college. With, you know, twice, one time when they were an athlete, one time just to be a a student. So I I enjoyed being a student at IU. Uh, When I was there, uh, they won some big games. And so I remember celebrating, you know, running down the middle of the street, giving high fives, (laughs) people climbing trees. And it was it was a fun time to be at IU. Yeah. But I was also a math major. And I recall several times when I was 
at the library studying, and right. a lot of my friends were partying. So, but IU is a great place. I was a big IU fan for a long time. Now I'm just kind of a fan of all college sports. You and I talked the other day. We were talking sure. about um, the podcast, and you said at one point in time that you really weren't a fan necessarily. Right, right. Um, you played sports. Right. Um, when did you become a fan? Right. Uh, just when I was in college, uh, the basketball games were huge. Right. So getting tickets to the basketball games was a, was difficult. You had to stand in line, and the people who um, wanted tickets, you know, you had to be all there together at a certain time. And so uh, I was a I was a big college basketball fan, but mostly IU. And then um, – Did you ever uh, make road trips to anywhere else? Or did no, you, was, never, okay. never. Right. Nope. Um, and then so football, IU was not very good in football. So right. I remember going to two football games and <laughs> – you know, we just kind of walked down there, saw a quarter and left. It was not, right. I was never a fan. And I think about now all the different sports that I could have been watching, you mm-hmm. know, baseball and just as a, I should have been a fan a lot earlier. Right. I don't think till I got more mature uh, out having a job here at Ron Collie, realizing how great sports are, um, that, I, that I really appreciate athletes and how hard they work. And then just the competition, college, college sports are just so much fun. And uh, I didn't really appreciate that when I was there. I was in, I was thinking I was just too mature. I was just, you know, yeah. studying and having fun. Do you have a favorite IU moment? A favorite, um, uh, whether it's academic or I would, sports? Uh, I would say definitely the uh, when they won. I forget what year it was, but I vividly remember cars lined up in the streets honking their horns and me and a friend running out in the middle of the street giving right. every person in a car a high five. Yeah. Um, uh, there's a... Pretty good sized fountain over there. People were right. in the fountain. It was just, it was a lot of fun. Um, I also remember one time going to an IU basketball game and uh, wanting to carry in uh, a big sign and not knowing where to carry it in because they they didn't want you to do that. And so I stuffed it under my belt and I was suddenly a pregnant woman coming to the basketball <laughs> game and people were escorting me yeah. to my seat. So that was, you know, yeah. it was a lot of fun. But uh, yeah, college college was a good time. It was. Moving on, you graduate from IU uh-huh, right. um, and and with a degree um, in math. Right. And uh, was teaching always part? You, you talked about that earlier, sure. but was that uh, always part of the equation? I, I really went to IU thinking I would be in the business school, like most people who go to IU. And then yeah. I, I kind of realized that I, I didn't really see myself um, in a big city with a behind-the-desk job. And I thought, I really want to coach. And so I thought, what the best avenue there is? I'm, I'm going to have to teach then. And so I, you know, I sought some counsel, and they said, okay, you know, what what do you want to teach? And I'm PE. Well, yeah, of course. There's a million PE teachers. You have to pick something else. So my next favorite was math. Right. And so um, I got into the you know the school of education and with, the, with math. Um, I really didn't know how much I was going to like the teaching. I always have liked coaching, but I didn't realize how much I was going to like the teaching. And so. Uh, but getting the job at Ron Colley was kind of a kind of a fun story. Um, I had graduated. I graduated um, in December because I changed majors, and so I had an extra semester of student teaching. And I graduated in December and took over maternity leave at um, Center Grove High School. And then that summer, I started my um, master's degree because if you would start it right away, then you could get your license for life, oh. which is how I slipped in. Okay. So I met Butler taking a class, and um, it's a three week course. People are introducing themselves, and every person there said, 
Uh, I am the department chair at North Central, been there for 30 years. The next person, I'm the department chair at Center Grove High School, just on and on. And I'm just said, I just got out of college. <laughs> I need a job. <laughs> and so uh, Mary Reilly, who was the department yeah. chair at Ron Colley at that point in time, was there. And she said, we need a math teacher. Let's go down and call our principal here at our first break. And so we did. We called, and Pat Cox said, bring her in this afternoon. And at that point in time, then I had two or three more offers. Right. But uh, Ron Colley was offering me uh, classes to teach that uh, sounded more fun. I was going to be able to teach some upper-level upper, upper level classes as opposed to uh, Martinsville. I had an offer, offer there as well, and they were all going to be Algebra one classes. And I thought, sounds okay, but you know, Ron Colley sounds more fun. Had you had any history at all of what the heck Ron Colley was, any kind of association? I mean, you were, you grew up in Columbus. You weren't that right. far away. Not that far. Never heard of Ron Colley. Never heard <laughs> okay. of Ron Colley. And, uh, you know, when I'm at IU, they won the state championship in girls volleyball, the first, you know, right. first state championship. Right. And then, you know, Suzanne Shelley then came to IU. and Suzanne played Smock. Smock, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she came to IU, and, I, you know, I if I'd have been a – a fan, I would have gone to a volleyball game right. and seen her and, you know, noticed you know, Ron Colley. But, uh, no, did not know of Ron Colley until uh, graduating and, like I said, Mary really offering me, a, you know, an interview here. When you started that first fall, did you sense that this was a place for you or right. how did that work? Yeah. the um, Coming in uh, – Pat Cox, the principal, then asked me if I wanted to coach, and I said, "Yeah, I'd love to coach." Until I could, you know, feel like I'd very comfortable with volleyball or basketball either one. She said, "Well, we need a volleyball coach," and uh, she said, "I'm going to just say you're hired." And so uh, that was your interview. That was my interview. And so that point in time, I'm like, "Okay," I didn't really think it was that big of a deal. Like, go, you know, go meet these girls, and right. you know, there's a ball. But then right. I then I walk into the volleyball office, and at that point in time, there were probably. <laughs> yeah. 30 volleyballs hanging from the uh, ceiling, all with city champ, city champ, sectional champ, regional champ. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, what you, have I gotten myself into? You had no idea. No, I had no okay. idea. And so then I'm thinking, this coach, who has no clue who I am, you know, doesn't know me from, from Adam. Right. Uh, she was as gracious as could be. She uh, cleared out an area for uh, for me to have a desk inside this this office, this right. shrine, you know, she threw me some room out and gave me a file cabinet and just was, you know, glad to have me aboard. At that point in time, uh, Columbus North Volleyball was not very good. Columbus East Volleyball was pretty good, kind of up and coming. So right. I, I'm really convinced she was thinking that I came from Columbus East and therefore <laughs> knew a lot about volleyball. Right. And so as it turns out, you know, we, we hit it off and I was with the volleyball program, I think, for 17 or 18 years. Yeah. So... Any special fun. memories? With that, um, sure. Are you uh, going to tell who that person was that you were sharing? In, uh, but, well, yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah. So yeah. Kathy Nally Shimbra, yeah. yeah, who is one of my best friends. Yeah. Um, she, uh, yeah, just like I said, the first meeting, very gracious, open, uh, kind of gave me full reign then with, uh, you know, t- coaching the JV kids and she was coaching the varsity kids. My volleyball team, my first time, you know, doing volleyball, we, we would do things just a little bit different than she would. When you have JV kids, you you just coach things a little bit differently. Right. You got to plan on weird things happening and and practice weird things. You know, the ball's going to be flying over and somebody's going to have to you know send it back. So we would we would practice some strange things because they occur for JV. And I ran a, a streak of uh, fifty two wins in a row, and so uh, it was a lot of fun. You know, knowing that I was never going to get beat. <laughs> <laughs> and so then, wait, wait a minute, uh, no, back exactly. Let's not sure. gloss over that. Okay. Fifty two wins in a row. Yes. So that's over 
a couple seasons. It was. Uh, it was. It was my so, third season until I got got till I got beat. Uh, fifty two from the from the get go. Yes, fifty two. Absolutely. Row? Oh my gosh. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. I'm sure Kathy appreciated. That. Absolutely. Yeah. You bet. You bet. Talk about that. Um, well, we just had some un- incredible athletes, and so I, I'm thinking back a minute ago. What you know, when when I first got here, uh, coaching sports. I could not believe the dedication that the kids had. I just could not believe how motivated um, this the summer practices uh, out on a cinder track when it was 90 degrees and they'd be doing all kinds of drills. And I, I couldn't believe that everybody showed up all the time. And I just remember uh, coaching when I was student teaching at Columbus East in both volleyball and basketball. Uh, kids saying, I, I got to stay home and clean the house today. I can't be at practice. Yeah. And so I, I look back and think, wow. That was <laughs> nothing like here. It was just, it was so much fun. And so being here, coaching these kids, and then, you know, then having them in, having them in the classroom, it's the same, it's the, it goes the same way. They're just, they're just great kids. But I could not believe how, how dedicated and motivated the kids were as athletes. And I just, I fell in love with that. Yeah. That was the first thing I fell in love with. Sand court. Do we have a sand court then? Uh it was right after that. Okay. Yeah, because Lakeshore was uh, the place they would go okay. to do that. And it was right after that. Right after that. So I remember um, as a student here, uh, the Sandcourt, and I'm sure any of the uh, volleyball alumni that would be listening to Absolutely. this in our, uh-huh. our era uh-huh. would remember that. And I just remember those girls were crazy. They were. Because mm-hmm. they worked their tails oh, off. Oh, playing in the sand is incredible. As anybody knows who tries to run in the sand or you know jog in the sand. Um, setting up bingo and volleyball, you know, that was every Tuesday. We had no, no home games on Tuesdays because we set up bingo Bingo, and we had bingo in the hallways. And so that was a big thing. We had a podcast with Bob Tully um, last week and we touched on the, the bingo and, and the craziness that bingo was, um, talk a little bit about, um, not being able to. Uh-huh. Uh, to have sure. the gym because uh, that's a that's one one day a week yes. that that um, wasn't going to be available. Well, this early on you you see the sacrifices that uh, that the kids make uh, being here and realizing that not having two gyms, uh, missing a day you know or not a day of practice because we would practice you know for an hour usually on Tuesdays and then we yeah. had to we had to stop. But at, when you go to other schools and you know people say. You know, is this where we're playing today? I know this is our this is our freshman gym. Yes, find another gym. You know, right. so you just realize how how lucky other people are, and yet it didn't affect our wins and losses. Right. So uh, I think our kids worked hard in spite of the fact that they couldn't practice on Tuesdays. But I remember, first of all, you had to put something on the floor. We had oh, these, yeah. these these uh, huge planks, probably yeah, four by eight sheets. Yeah, or something. yeah, yes, and so that was the first thing to set those down carefully so they matched up on the floor and then you would take these tables and you had to flip the tables over get the legs down put them up and the chairs behind them it was it was so your team your team every person did yes every volleyball team set up in the gym and then there was i don't know who set the hallways up because we had you know bingo in the hallway it was like a satellite operation (laughs) (laughs) and then the next day Everywhere in the building smelled like smoke. <laughs> you know, everywhere in the building smelled like smoke. It well, that, was just a that was our advancement office. The bingo. <laughs> that's exactly it was. right. That's, it was. We, you know, talking yes. to Bob, that's kept the, the yep. doors open yep, for a long, did. long time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're we're actually very lucky to have had that, or you and I might not be sitting I, here today. Okay, I'm grateful for having yeah. to sit those level things. <laughs> Thank you for reminding me of that. <laughs> yeah. 
so that was your volleyball coaching yeah, debut. Right. Uh, when did you start coaching basketball? So I actually, uh, I actually coached basketball still at Columbus East for three years while I was teaching here because oh, okay. there was not an opening on the girls' basketball program. And then uh, when somebody left, when um, Deanne Ramey left and went to a North Central, uh, that's when I when Bob asked if I wanted to coach the JV basketball team, and so I did that for several years. It was a lot of fun. He actually had his own uh, varsity staff, and I s- would sit on the bench and be more of a cheerleader for the varsity kids because he was the one doing instructing, and he was the heavy, right. and then I, w- I was the, the cheerleader. I would just yeah. you know pat the kids in the back, tell them good job, and, and he had his own staff, and so uh, I you know, but he let me run my JV team basically separate from that we practiced separate and would come together and, and scrimmage and yeah Kirkhoff Bob Kirkhoff and I have a great rapport he's yeah. you know he and Kathy Schimber are two of my my favorite people here at Ron Colley I I feel so blessed that um to call them friends and then um and I guess the other part with that is is um when I see in the hallway the pictures that they're on the on the uh, on the wall that they've been inducted to the hall of fame and i was a part of that i was yeah. a part of getting them that hall of fame not that i did anything except for make the application fill the application out and you know right. but i just feel i feel a part of their success too so and that that's that makes me feel great i'm sure that they're very thankful that you were a part of their success and i I'm hope sure so they, i'm sure they recognize i would that. say mostly for just the friendship yeah you know you won 52 games in a row for in, in volleyball did you yeah. have similar success in basketball no, no streak like that no okay. streak like that but, but we were successful some, yeah. and we won some we were back in the city we won some city right. championships and uh, and i i think yeah one of my favorite moments i think that you asked me you know before about about the woodshed is um for a city championship game we were playing cathedral and both the varsity and the jv girls were playing cathedral and that was always a battle always a battle. they were the they were the other best team in the in the city at that point in time and so um just to, to be in the city championship game was you know pretty neat thing right. and then uh, we got to host we hosted, yeah, we hosted quite this. a few yeah of those. we did yeah. and uh we beat cathedral on a on a specific date and then the, the second game the varsity beat cathedral and so i went out in the hallway and grabbed a broom and brought it into the gym and started waving <laughs> the broom around and so it's that nice. it, it, so you you realize and so you know Bob Kirkoff is, you know, laughing and he's like, put yes. that away, you know, yeah. and because at that point in time, I'm still, I don't know, 25, 26, too immature to realize, yeah. you know, you, yeah, but you, you, you knew can't the, be doing stuff like that. Yeah, but you knew the significance uh, of that rivalry. I did. Early. I did. How, how quickly did that come oh, about? My, well, you know what? In volleyball, Chatard was actually the better team uh, for a while. Right. You know, Chatard was the best team. And so that was a huge um, rivalry to, to beat Chatard. Right. And I, you know, I remember that for a long time as, as that was our big game. And then, you know, and then Cathedral got really good at volleyball too. But yeah. um, also, when you play these teams so fiercely, next thing you know, you're pretty good friends with exactly. with these coaches that you yeah. play against. And I and I remember being at you know at, at uh, places and and seeing them at other places and like, hey, how you doing? And how's right. your team? And you 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 develop a a, a great relationship. As right. a matter of fact, when when my my father passed, I remember there were four or five cathedral coaches who came to to the funeral. I was very right. touched, you yeah. know, because we developed. So no matter how much of a rivalry you have and how much you want to beat them, you develop a great relationship with them. Um I've always said you could put Ron Colley across the chest of all those cathedral oh, right. kids right. and you would root for them every bit as much because right. they're great kids. Right. And uh, so that's what makes the, the uh, rivalry a, a pretty it special is. thing. Yes, they're just like us. Uh, not coaching now when kids, you know, that I might have in class that are going to play cathedral. You know, I'll, I just tell them, 
it feels different when you beat this team tonight. It's going to feel different, and it just does. It just yeah. feels it feels better than beating another team. Right. Well, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to listen to our sponsor for a minute, and we'll be right back with Angie Toner. Rebel 5 is sponsored by Steve's Flowers and Gifts. For the best and freshest flowers in Indianapolis and surrounding areas, Steve's Flowers and Gifts have exactly what you're looking for. For your next special occasion, call Steve's Flowers at 800-742-9359. Welcome back to the Rebel Five. We're visiting with Angie Toner. I, I still am stuck on. Uh, I want to call you Angie Dutro. Okay. Anybody else? Does uh, anybody call you Dutro? It's, or? it's kind of funny. Uh, Shimber will every once yeah, in a while. Yeah, that's who I was and, thinking. Uh, uh, funny, also Gina Fleming. Really? Well, uh, that's say funny. That. Uh-huh, it yeah. is, and so it's it's good to hear that name yeah. that somebody knows me that far back. <laughs> it does. It does. So what? Are you most proud of in your life or career at this point? I would say uh, the fact that I've, I don't know if the word has touched so many lives, but um, I've had uh, so many kids that I've coached and so many kids that I've taught that uh, it's so, it's great for me to, to see them again and then them just say how much fun they enjoy or how much they enjoyed either my class or coaching. It doesn't have to be, you're my, you're my favorite teacher or my, you know, I, I love that class. It was just, you know, I, you were fun. You were fun to be around. Right, and right. so I, I think I'm most proud of, of, uh, of kids who feel good about saying that. Right. Um, also I'm old enough now where I have lots of kids of kids in yeah. class. Yeah. And so I'll see those parents in the hallway for back to school night. And I just shake my head thinking, yeah. Oh my gosh, I've been here a long time. That's crazy. And, but they, I just, I feel great that they want to bring their kids to Ron Colley. Right. I am, I'm so proud of that, that they were affected enough by Catholic education. They, they want to spend a lot of money yeah. to uh, send their kids to this institution. I think that's the case. I don't know if it's universally or not, but the teachers that demanded the most that um, you could tell they cared, speaking from my own uh, history uh-huh. here as a student at Ron Colley you know, 100 years ago. Um, Wait a minute. You and I are the same age. I know. So stop. <laughs> stop know. that. Not 100 years I ago. <laughs> a long time ago. Uh-huh. Um, Tim Panarelli. Uh-huh. And, and I've told him this many, many times. Tim um, was a was a great teacher. He, he demanded that you do good work, and he rewarded you for that. And I, I think you're the same way. I, I have had my own children who have you or had you for a, a teacher. Um, I've never heard anybody say, boy, Angie Toner, she's just not a very good teacher. Never. It's well, always, thank you. always well thank you. thought of. And then, thank you. I, um, do, I would like to be th- thought of as somebody who demands a lot, but still we're going to have fun. Yeah. I mean, when you're taking a class that's called pre-calculus, it's, it's not going to be all glamorous right. and, and uh, really a cake, right. you know, a cake class. So, uh, I, you know, I, I want to try to make it fun, but yes. I, I'm going to keep pushing. Well, I also know some of your, um, your sayings that you use <laughs> in class that I won't go yeah. into right now. Okay. All right. Um, but okay. those are, those are legendary <laughs> and those okay. are good, good stuff. <laughs> okay. Uh, moving on, you coach volleyball, you coach basketball, um, you were our assistant athletic director for a number of years. How long? Yes. 
uh, I think it was 17 or 19. I, I, right. I think it was 19 years. And uh, you shared an office with a guy by the name of Dave Toner. Yeah, yeah. So tell us a little bit about okay. how that came to be. Sure. It was actually my uh, third year of um, being here at Ron Colley that uh, the assistant athletic director job became open. And Donna Smith, who was our longtime secretary oh, yeah. and a great friend of mine, said, Angie, I think you'd be good at that. And I'm like, no, I don't know what that is. Yeah. And so the more I thought about it and asked questions about it, I realized, why not? Let's give that a shot. And so um, I was able to work it work it out where I taught the first four periods of the day and then did the assistant athletic director job the rest of the day, which – uh, was great for me because I had the best of both worlds. I could be in the athletic yeah. world for half the day, and then and then and then teach also, which I I, I loved as well. So um, actually, Mindy Welch was the first AD that I that I um, worked with, mm-hmm. and then uh, after that, Frank Sergi came, yeah. and I uh, stayed the assistant AD then as well. And and um, I didn't apply ever, ever apply for the athletic director job because I really wanted to stay uh, a math teacher, right. want to you know keep my hand inside the classroom. So I didn't ever do that. And then finally, then uh, Dave Toner came on board, and so. Yeah. Uh, Many people say, how in the world would you ever work with your, work with your husband? I never could. But uh, it was wonderful. It was so much fun. Um, he and I don't ever fight because he never fights with anybody. Right, he is right. so level-headed, so uh, laid back may not be the word, but he just he doesn't argue about things. Right. Uh, the only time that we would ever bicker is when he and I coached JV basketball together. <laughs> and then it was like, why'd you put her in? Yeah. Well, why'd you put her in? We should be doing this. And so that was the only time we ever would, would battle about it. Was, it's just funny. That at that point in time, we would turn into, you know, little kids trying right. to yell at each other and, you know, make decisions. But as, as athletic directors, we, you know, worked, worked together great. Who, uh, when you coached together, you uh-huh. had a pretty good run there yes, as well. Yes, we did. We did. Same uh, thing. Who was, was the part. head coach? Uh, you know, we both, we both did, um, we both, I would say, coached, coached equally. Now, Practices he couldn't always make because at that point in time when he first was here he was he was working outside the building right um, and so I ran most of most of the practices and did all the practice planning uh, during games uh, when things would things would occur and he'd say we need to we need to run a two one two right now mm-hmm. against this one three one and I'm like right. okay and so. <laughs> okay and he he would have really great ideas about doing yeah. things so um, I would say he was more of um, logical right um the brains but i'd be the one like we're pressing this quarter we're pressing right now get out there and let's go so i'd be more uh once again screaming yelling yeah. more energetic than what he was he was right. you know he was more thinking through things and i was more of a of a attitude right character whatever you know like that um again i talked about you had a pretty good run uh-huh. um, any highlights between uh, the two of you as far as uh, championships or uh, streaks. Or... I wish I could tell you how many seed championships we went, we, we uh, won, but there were several. But I, yeah. but uh, if you would you know, look at the banners in the gym of all the times that the the varsity team won something, you need to realize that I had those kids on the JV team too. Absolutely. Hardly ever. I mean, today's world, we have all kinds of freshmen, sophomores play up the varsity, but yeah. you know. 10, 15 years ago, it was unusual for a, a sophomore or a freshman to be up on the varsity team. It was it had to be a phenomenon. So I had right. so many good athletes. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it was so fun because I had so many good athletes, and then we had no excuses uh, <laughs> forever. You know, forever getting beat a lot. Yeah, we we should always have a winning record, and we did. We always had a winning record. Yeah. Um, I, I felt like that uh, putting the athletes that we had uh, through good practices and 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 good 
coaching prowess of Dave or myself, it, right. it was gonna we were gonna have some victories, and we did. It was it was a lot of fun. Those yeah. are uh, uh, good memories, I, I'm sure. Speaking of good memories, there's a, a young man who is one of our esteemed alums by the name of Cole Toner. Talk a little bit about Cole sure. and um, maybe a Ron Colley highlight involving okay. Cole. Sure. And where Cole went to school. Okay. And where he is today. Okay. So that's a lot to okay. talk about. All right. But there you yeah. go. Uh, Cole went to Our Lady of the Greenwood. Uh, played every sport there. You know, was there. Had some success. Um, towards the end of uh, like sixth, seventh grade uh, is when the Little Rebels started, oh, and nice. so he got to be a part of the Little Rebels, which um, for people who don't know are these teams that um, kids got to play on. They got to, they tried out, and they were from different the different deaneries and. And they were coached by Ron Colley's staff and yeah. and uh, got to wear a Rebel uniform for the first time, you know. So that was a lot of fun. And he finally got to meet some of the kids he'd been playing against and knew that he was going to, you know, play with when he got here. So, that, How much time did he spend in the building while you were teaching? Oh, a forever. Lot? Okay. I, yes, right. forever. I have, you know, a lot of stories of him being little. Um, Which wasn't but, very long. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One of my favorite stories about that would be that when – because Dave and I were both here then as the athletic directors and – uh we one of us was always here if there was a sporting event here, and um, one time somebody said they were going to stay and and uh, run the JV or run a freshman basketball game for us, and so Dave and I were like, yeah, let's let's go. We're going to go out to dinner, and Cole said, are we going to have concessions? <laughs> because that's all he ever knew. Oh, yeah. go, you know, we were having concessions, so we were going to go out to dinner and somewhere have concessions. That's funny. But oh, what a great place for him to grow up. And yeah. I have um, pictures of he with little Kaylee Shimbro when you know she'd be running out of the gym. Um, uh, coaching basketball, any you know, or volleyball, any kid that was injured was the was the uh, was the babysitter that day. Right. So oh, if you nice. got injured, yes. you were in charge of Cole. Yeah, uh, he learned how to drink through uh, a straw here because <laughs> he drank everybody's water bottles. Uh, just would go along, and somebody told him to do that. Just I, I can't tell you how grateful I am for that he got to yeah. grow up here around all these kids because yeah. our kids are wonderful, just wonderful. So what a great place for him to grow up. So yeah, I came to Ron Colley, played um, uh, football, freshman football, played. Uh, Freshman basketball, played freshman baseball. I really felt like he was going to be a um, football, baseball person because he was really successful in baseball in the summer. But uh, he really worked hard at basketball, yeah. and uh, he um, that became his next love. And so he played those two sports then for the rest of the uh, for the rest of his career here at Ron Colley. Probably my favorite um, sporting uh, memory um, was when um, in the sectional. Uh, we we uh, were with Cathedral and Lawrence. Why does North, it, Why Lawrence does Cathedral North. keep coming up? And everybody it's a common thing. I know, it not? isn't it's that a funny? Thing. Yeah, and they uh, they had beaten us during the year, probably thirty points. Yes. where they um, they uh, played a defense against us. They were in our face the entire time. We uh, were trying to screen on the ball, which just brought another another defender right there with them. And so we we just they just stole the ball right up, stole the ball right. And so it was just a trap. It was just terrible. And so then the sectional we're playing them and we've, we've got yes. a new, we've got a new, um, Michael wants figured out a new way to play. We spread the floor and took the ball, to the hoop. And, and, uh, the first, first play of the game, Cole sets a screen for somebody and the kid from cathedral hits him and goes straight down. Yeah. And it, it erupted the crowd. It was just, it was, you know, and no foul was called cause right. it wasn't, he was just standing his ground. Right. The kid, you know, kind of going to carry into him. But then, uh, the game, uh, we were down six points yeah. with, I'm saying, less than a minute left. And Brad Fay oh hit uh, two threes in a row uh, to go into overtime. And we went up in overtime. And I'm just, I'm just, whenever I'm in a, whenever I'm in a, like a, a funk, 
I will get out the CD of that game. Oh. And um, Rob Brown. Oh, yeah. Rob Brown. Uh, you know, Michael Wonks gave us this as a yes, gift. And gave, I have you that. Know, you do have that. Yeah, so Rob Brown's doing the audio, and, and uh, we're yeah. playing them, and it's it's it just changes your whole yeah. day yeah. watching that. And, it you know, it was having to be Cathedral. Now, the next right. night, we had to play Lawrence Central, Central, who yeah. – um, Kyle Guy, yeah, you know who's now for Virginia, right? Uh, was on the team and and uh, we just couldn't beat. We stayed in the game, played a great it was game, a good game. It was a good game. You know, even had a chance to win. We but, were right there. Yeah, we were right there. Just you know, it's just a tough, tough battle for two, two yeah. big, two big wins in a row. And, and Lawrence North won. But that was probably my favorite, favorite Roncalli memory of, of him playing sports here. Then he's off to off to Harvard. Harvard That's right. Yes. I uh, when we had discussions about where he was going to go because he wanted to play sports somewhere. We went to several camps, and I said, "Cool, four hours. You can go four hours away. That's all I want." Okay, mom. <laughs> so then um, he ends up uh, scoring a perfect uh, score on the ACT, and now he's getting looked at from Ivy League. And so right. I'm like, "I what's what's the Ivy League?" <laughs> <laughs> We've all heard of Harvard, but I already right. know. But you know, and several right. schools were you know starting to, to call and. And come visit him here at, at Ron Colley. And then, you know, he took visits out there. And I just remember sitting in um, Coach Murphy, Murphy, Murphy's office at at, um, at Harvard and him saying, Cole, when you're 26 years old, don't say, God, I could have gone to Harvard. Right. And then not have gone. And I'm like, yeah, well, you're right. right. So, uh, And then talking to the other coaches, you know, there said, you'll make it work. You'll figure out how to get out here to watch him play. And we did. You did. We did. Yeah. Let's take a break. Okay. And we'll come back and we'll finish up with the Rebel 5. Okay. Rebel 5 is sponsored by Steve's Flowers and Gifts. For the best and freshest flowers in Indianapolis and surrounding areas, Steve's Flowers and Gifts have exactly what you're looking for. For your next special occasion, call Steve's Flowers at 800-742-9359. Welcome back to the Rebel 5 podcast. We're visiting today with Angie Toner. Angie, we just talked about Cole uh-huh. and his uh, college choice and obviously a lot of success at Harvard. Um, talk about where Cole is today. Okay. All right. He was, uh, as a senior, he was drafted uh, by the Arizona Cardinals in the fifth round. So it's probably the other highlight of my life was uh, seeing that occur because you know, my son's dreams were coming true. Right. Anyway, he was with the uh, Arizona for... Uh, a year, and then he went to Cincinnati, and then he went to um, the Patriots, and then he got injured the Patriots, and uh, as soon as his injury was, uh, when, he, when he healed, he was taken immediately by um, the Los Angeles Chargers. So he finished off last year, uh, more than half the year with the LA Chargers, and then he made the team again this past year. And um, we've learned a lot about, you know, NFL and, and uh, what it means to be on a practice squad, what it means to make the 53-man roster, right? Uh, what it means to make the 53-man roster, and yet they only dress 47 on Sundays. So we've learned a lot about that. So right now, um, he is a preferred free agent, which means that uh, L.A. has the right to ask him back in mm-hmm. the spring when they start doing their workouts again. And by all accounts, that's, you know, that's what he's planning on doing. Good and, uh, and he'll have a chance to work out and and try out again yeah. then you know next fall. Uh, right now he's he's home okay. and uh, he's working out with St. Vincent's. So how lucky I am that he uh, wants to nice. come home for a little bit and yeah. you know visit with family and and friends here in town for a month and and uh, then his his agent asked him to make some personal exper- uh, um, appearances in uh, right. Connecticut and then he'll fly back to L.A. after that. 
Well, I'm sure that uh, whatever happens in the NFL, um, he's got something to fall back he, on. Yeah, he's got a fallback. Yeah, he does. He's, he does. He's but he, he really enjoys what he's doing right now. He really likes the L.A. Chargers, hopes he Good. can make that team again. Yeah, yeah. how bad can it be to be in L.A.? <laughs> be in L.A., that's yeah, right. That's not too that's bad. That's right. All right, we're going to jump into the Rebel 5 questions, just like we've done in the okay. past podcast. Okay. I'm going to throw these out at you and just whatever comes to your mind. Sure. In another life, what would you want to be or do? Uh, so I guess I should say I love what I'm doing right now. I never yes. want to do anything else. So I'll say that first. But if that, I couldn't do this, yeah. if I couldn't do this, because I do love my job, um, I'd be a professional golfer. Oh, really? I'd be on the LPGA. Yeah. Your uh, mother was a golfer? Yeah, my right. mother. Is that where my you... Uh, Actually, my grandfather. Well, my and grandfather your brother. Was a golfer. My brother was a golfer. Yeah, yeah. My whole family. I grew up right. around golf. Yeah. Yeah, my grandfather was actually a city champion in, in Columbus. Oh, nice. So, yeah. And how much do you get to play? Uh, not enough. Not enough. It's expensive. Yeah. And it takes a lot of time. But uh, with Dave being retired, that's something that he and I like to do, you know, together a lot. So, uh, I'm going to stay in the summer once or twice a week. When you're in Florida, do you, yes. do you have a uh, favorite course? or uh, no, no, I really don't. No, well, not yeah. in Florida. And here I do right. like to play at the Legends. That's one of my favorite oh, yeah. places to play at the Legends. I really like that. I think the uh, teaser fair of the ladies, and I you know, I like it. <laughs> it's, it's, a, uh, it's good. Do you want to share place. your handicap? Uh, I don't really have a handicap. Okay. I shoot in the 80s usually. Okay, very yeah. good. What is the funniest thing that has happened to you recently? So I laugh hard every day about something. That, yes. Uh, that my students make me laugh at everything, but... Uh, most recently, Dave and I were out in um, in L.A. visiting Cole, and uh, their game they were playing was on a um, Saturday. So Dave and I flew out there on a on a Friday night. So we always try to to hit a, a church, you know, a mass at a church there. So we get up after you know being there, landing on Friday the next morning, and and he and I go to the church, and like there's no cars there, and we've checked our phones. Mass is at right. nine o'clock, so we're we're there like at quarter till waiting around, and there's maybe two people in the church, and it's. About 10 minutes, finally the lights turn on, and we realize it's Saturday morning. And uh, no, it's not Sunday morning, because when we're out there, usually it's Sunday morning Sunday we're trying morning. to get to before right. we go to the game on Sunday Saturday <laughs> afternoon. So we sat there for a while, and after that, the day just went on. We yes. uh, went back, and we were in a rental car. We Both of us got into the wrong car, opened the door, the alarm went off. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So it was just, you know, the whole day was yes. about like that. Favorite time or place when you have run into a Ron Colley person? Oh, I'd just say anywhere outside school. Yeah. And... What's neat for me is people will come say hi as opposed to when I was a little kid and if I would see a teacher in the store, I would like, oh, my God, there's right. Mrs. Smith. I don't want to see that person. I'd run right. away. And so I feel great about how and there's a, a great relationship, a, you know, a great rapport between, I feel like, myself and the students. They, yeah. you know, I, I appreciate them. They appreciate me. It's, it's like, oh, hey. Right. You know, it's, it's, it's neat. It's, it's a, neat to see kids. So anywhere outside Ron Kelly is fun. Um, what advice would you give your younger self? My younger self as an athlete, I would tell myself, you've got to be meaner. I am just uh, tenderhearted. I would rather pick somebody off the floor than push them down. And, right. and I think I would have been a better athlete. I would have I would have been able to be able to play at a higher level if I would have been meaner. I would just, you know, just a nice kid. And I, you know, once you, I don't know, I think it's, you just grow up and realize that, uh, you know, give me that ball. Give me that ball. Right. As opposed to here, you can have it. Right. So I think I would be a meaner person. <laughs> yes. As an athlete, that's an interesting uh, viewpoint. It is. Yes. It, you know, I would. I'd be a meaner athlete. Okay, that that's sure. good. I also feel like that uh, a lot of things occur in life. You're going to have ups and downs. You have problems, and so um, 
try to not worry about things you can't control. Yeah. And that's one thing that you know, Dave Toner has taught me. So uh, we all have worries, but sometimes you, if you can't control them, you got to stop. You got to stop. Life advice. Give us, uh, do you have any life advice? Gosh. And uh, after that, we'll, uh, we'll finish up. Yeah, I think you got to work hard. You got to play hard. You got to be thankful. Thankful for what you have. That's good advice. We're going to take one last break and we're going to come back and ask for some uh, last thoughts with Angie. Rebel 5 is sponsored by Steve's Flowers and Gifts. For the best and freshest flowers in Indianapolis and surrounding areas, Steve's Flowers and Gifts have exactly what you're looking for. For your next special occasion, call Steve's Flowers at 800 742 9359. Thank you for tuning in today for the Rebel 5 podcast. Angie Toner, thank you so much for joining us. We really, really appreciate well, it. Well, it's been my pleasure. How fun is it to talk about yourself for, you know, 40 minutes? Well, it's uh, part of the history of Ron Colley, and the last 50 years have been pretty amazing, and you've been a big, big part of it. And so we're very thankful that you were here to, to share some of your thoughts. Oh, and, how fun is it that I've been around for you know, such a great time at Ron Colley? You uh, have any final thoughts? The floor is yours. I just uh, thank you for what you're doing here and uh, and uh, for your lovely wife, Darla, that's helping out. And I just, uh, I'm so blessed to be a part of Ron Kali. It was kind of an accident at first. And once you're here, you never want to leave. It's just a wonderful place to be. I'm grateful that my, you know, my son grew up here and uh, I love this place. Don't want to be anywhere else. We know you do, and it shows, and we're very thankful that you've been a, such a big part of it. So, Thank you. Thanks, Angie. Appreciate okay, it. Okay. Thanks a lot. All right. Take care. I'm Gary Armbruster, and thanks for joining us today for this episode of the Rebel 5 Podcast. To find out more information about the podcast, please visit 50.roncolley.org forward slash podcast.php. Again, thanks so much for joining us today, and until next time, we'll fight ahead. Thank you.